Grammarizing, everyone. Happy Monday. It's been a pretty difficult week, but I think that I um, hopefully have seen the end of this um, illness, for one. I think that um, grief will always be a part of your life when you lose someone, but um, I was also very sick in the process of it, which was really strange. And even yesterday, I was in bed the entire day. Um, really, really terrible stomach issues have been going on, among other things. Also pulled my back out. So there's just been uh, a mountain of things that have been happening that are really strange. And I'm still trying to like put all them together. But um, today is the first day that I don't have stomach pain since Wednesday. So, this is good. <laughs> this is very good. And um, I wanted to talk about today, one, being in your power, and two, um, our mind's ability to heal itself. Our mind's our ability to heal ourselves, oneself. Um, I think I'm definitely being adjusted. <laughs> um I never had stomach issues ever. I really don't. And this past week has been insane. And having other symptoms that are scary. And, um, you know, I'm just trying to put all the piece, puzzle pieces together. Whenever I am around a large group of people that did have the experiment, I get sick. Just as I get sick, if I am close to a 5G tower for less than five minutes, I get sick for whatever reason. My body is very reactive to anything, any type of toxin, pathogen, or frequency that is off. Um, so that is just really interesting to me. For that to happen, um, and just to be tuned into a person's energy so much that you feel it. I know, I, I definitely stay away from large groups. Um, it's just really crazy the way that uh, your body reacts to things. And then there's other people that say, well, I was at the same place you were. Why didn't I get sick? Or I, you know, um, <laughs> I have a tower right down the street from me. Why don't I get sick? I don't know why some of us are more um, susceptible to frequencies or susceptible to other types of pathogens or toxins or anything, uh, finely tuned sensitive antennas. And I think that that is definitely the case. There's just some people that are more sensitive than others. And that's the only way that I can describe it because that shit is real. Anytime I'm in a large group gathering, I get sick. And again, I don't want to affirm that because that's what I just did. And that's already in my head. So that's something that I have to also work on is not affirming in my head that every time A, B, and C, C, D, and E happens. So I've been doing different things to strengthen my immune system and, and a lot of vitamins and stuff over the last um, several days and whatever. But I wanted to talk about our power because I've been writing a lot about that. And I think um, there are some people that just don't really understand when I write about 
standing in your power versus fighting one another. And people sometimes interpret that as give up fighting and work on yourself. And it's, they're two very different things and they don't both mean the same things. But when you come from a balanced inner state or inner space, when you look at something, your perception is much different after that. So when we go within, and when I talk about going within and cleaning out your house or your temple, when you then look outside of yourself, you're going to see the world in a different place. You're going to see it for what it is, which is a game. Life is a game. Life is a mental game that we have to master. And when you finally do that inner work, and then you look outside in the world and you see people fighting and calling each other names and continuing to live in a very angry space and be comfortable in the angry space, be comfortable in bad things happening all the time and be comfortable in just expecting the worst because that's what we're conditioned. The human mind has been conditioned that the world is a scary place, that the world is a bad place, that we have to have an enemy, that we have to fight one another in order to get what we want, which most people are fighting for freedoms. But when you realize that we each as individuals are responsible and also hold the power within ourselves, you start to look at the world differently. So when I say things like my post yesterday, for example, is that if you are still in the mindset that you feel like you have to fight the opposition, you're still under mind control. Because other people realistically are not the enemy. The enemy is the messenger. So the people at the top that are creating the narrative, those are the people that are also creating the havoc down here. So all of the people are down here fighting amongst each other, not realizing that they hold the key right in their pocket to whatever it is that they want. If every person, let's just give the United States, for example, if every single person in the United States stood in their power, knew exactly how capable humans are of co-creating through their mind, the entire game would be over. People are conditioned, we are all conditioned and programmed to believe that we needed outside power to be able to live our life. Well, if a Democrat is in position, then I feel disempowered. If a Republican is in position, then we're doomed. The reality is, is that we hold the key to our power, not an outside source, not our religion. These are all programs that we have been taught that we need something outside of ourselves to be our guide. We all have the power to be our own guide because we have the inner guidance that people have not only forgotten about, but have been conditioned to believe they don't know how to get somewhere unless they are guided. So if every single one of us understood that the power lies within us as an individual, that you can literally take your own life by the balls yourself and you can navigate life yourself without knowing if there's a Democrat or Republican, a liberal, a conservative or right versus left or red versus blue or Buddhism versus Catholicism or any of those things, 
we would not have to try and tear down a power structure because we are the power structure. <laughs> I'm not going to repeat that comment, but I, I hope that that's a good thing. We, we are our own power structure. So when we learn how to be self-sufficient, when we stop depending on powers outside of ourselves, that is when we will stop fighting amongst each other to know that we're not really each other's enemy anymore. And we actually never were. It was just one big mind fuck. And it depends on how you want to continue to live this life or this game of life. You have the choice to be the victim of your reality and, the, and your circumstances or you can be the victor of your reality and circumstances. It all depends on each one of us. I can sit here all day and be on a live stream or make videos and say, look what this person is doing and look what they said and look what's going on here. Or I can spend my time learning about myself, learning about my inner guidance and powers, learning how I operate. We spend so much time in this body not getting to know it, but we'll know everything about politics. We'll know everything about our religion. We'll know everything about all of the things that really don't matter and not get to know ourselves, not get to know how we operate and why. Why is my life like this? Why do I wake up every day not feeling happy? Break the MK Ultra chain. Guy, I'm with you on that. And that's exactly it. It's all a mind control. And on one hand, you could say it's not our fault. But on the other hand, you can say it is our responsibility to fix it. It's not our fault being that we are uploaded with this programming from schooling, these indoctrination camps, from learning our generational traumas through our parents, by continuing to try and fight a system that does not need to be fought. If you fight for yourself and what you want and co-create your reality with your neighbors, your friends, your family, your partners, whatever it is, our reality then changes. There are so many people that live in bliss because they choose to live in bliss. There are so many people that live with a poverty mindset because they choose to remain in a poverty mindset. If you can explain to me how there are some people that literally grew up homeless or grew up with absolutely no money that are multimillionaires, if not billionaires, how did these people do it? Nobody dropped millions or billions of dollars from the sky and said, here, it's your lucky day. It's all a mindset. It is all a mindset and how you choose to live your life every single day. What is it that we're bringing into our life? What is it that we're manifesting every single day that makes our reality what it is? What is it? You can blame the government for only so many things, but the reality is, is us taking responsibility for who we are as individuals. Because the government doesn't get to choose that. They don't wake wake you up every day with an alarm clock and say, hey, this is what you have to do today. 
Is there propaganda out there that'll do that for you? Yes. But you have the choice to watch it or not. So mental diet, just like the food that you have to eat every single day in order to keep your body looking a certain way or keep your keep yourself feeling a certain way, keep your mind feeling a certain way. There's also a mental diet, which has nothing to do with the physical part that I just mentioned. Your mental diet is what you consume, what you read, what you listen to, the people you surround yourself with, or people that you're around negative all the time, always bringing you down, always telling you you can't do that, you'll never have enough money to do that. Or are you surrounded with people that are uplifting or people that are going to bring you higher, bring you to the next level where you want to go? You have the choice of who you surround yourself with every day. That is your mental diet. So if your mental diet, also your mental diet is your inner world. So if your inner world every day has that programming that tells you, yeah, but you'll never be able to afford that. And you listen to that mental diet every single day because that is what you're programmed as a child. Your parents are like, we can't afford this. We have no money to pay our bills. That becomes a running program in the mind. Or if your parents were never around for you when you were young, one of your programs or, or running parts of your mental diet is I'm not chosen. So in relationships, you're not chosen. In relationships, you are cheated on. In relationships, they never work out. So if that is your mindset, one of the ways to change that is to cancel out your negative thoughts. So if you go somewhere and you really want something like, oh my God, this is so beautiful. Like I really, really want to have this. And you're automatically... You can't afford that. You shouldn't spend that money. Cancel out the thoughts. Thank you, universe, for always providing for me. Thank you, God, for always providing me with what I need in my life. The programs are under the hood, subconscious, hack the planet. And they are under the hood. If you lift up the hood of your car, of your motor, what does it look like? How is it running? If you allow your mind to run away from you, it's going to keep running. But if you reprogram the mind to work for you, your life is going to change. So when we're constantly sharing headlines and we're constantly subscribing to propaganda, constantly further dividing, constantly making fun of people that don't think like you. I should have muted that. Intrusive thoughts are, are a motherfucker. Yes, they are. Because they're there all day. That is 95% of our day is run by the subconscious. Our subconscious is just our thoughts on a loop. Whatever, whatever our programming is, is what is on a constant loop. And what is on a constant loop is then what spins into our reality. I was watching another video that was talking about the three-dimensional reality. That once the 3D is already playing out, they are your old thoughts. So I gave this analogy before. If you're watching, if you're making a film, or say you're taking pictures with film, not our digital camera today, but you're taking pictures with film, those pictures are on that film. So once you develop them, they then become a reality of a real picture. So if this is the film of your mind, and you're constantly thinking the same things over and over again, Eventually, those photos or film needs to be developed. And once they develop, they become 3D. They become what you see in your reality. If you're constantly worried about something every single day, every single day, every single day, 
you're impressing your film, you're creating the movie, and then eventually you're going to watch the movie in 3D. It's just the way that it works. I didn't make this up. I didn't one day wake up and think up this whole thing. The subconscious mind is one of the most complex understandings on earth. And I, I was, again, watching another video. I think it might have been Bruce Lipton or somebody else. Um, that the subconscious mind is not even fully understood. That they study the subconscious mind and there are so many different things that happen with it and all these other things. But there's so much of it that's not understood that how we impress our mind actually plays out into our reality. <clears throat> I'm just reading really quick. You have to conquer your demons first before you can manifest anything positive. And some people agree with that and some people don't. Because... We could still have negative things happening about one circumstance, but feel positively about something else. So I don't know if I necessarily agree with that because we could have two different belief systems about something. Maybe money, you always think that money is hard to come by, but love is easy. So maybe you can manifest an amazing relationship, but also at the same time still believe that money doesn't come easy to you. But again, it's all going back to your mental diet. Yes, our thoughts create our reality. And I was talking to um, my neighbor the other day, and I was explaining to him about manifestation. And um, since I've, I've learned about it so much, and since there's so many of you that already know this stuff, there are so many people out there that don't have any idea how the mind works. And so when I talk about this stuff, I feel like I can't see anybody's face while I'm saying this, so I don't know if people are just looking at me like I'm insane. Because when he was here and I was explaining, he was like, really? And to me, it's just like secondhand knowledge. It's just, it's just I, I know this stuff, so it just makes so much sense. But to explain it to a person that doesn't necessarily know how our reality works and why we co-create together as a collective consciousness. So I talk about this as well many times watching TV, why it's such a powerful tool is because millions of people do it and millions of people do it at the same time. So when millions or billions of people are all watching this fear-based stuff, how many people are dying from COVID? How many people are dying from COVID? You have to stay apart. You have to stay apart. Six feet, all these things. That's all programming to program the mind because when you are watching TV, you are in a state of brainwave state or a relaxed brainwave frequency so that is when your mind is impressioned. Your subconscious is impressioned when you are in a relaxed state. So people are in a hypnotic state when they're watching TV or when they're reading things on their phone or articles or seeing headlines. And that's impressioning the mind. So if we're all thinking the same things, that is how the reality is then created. If everybody, if the propaganda didn't exist on TV and there was only positive things to watch or read, we will be co-creating that reality. So when there are mass meditations, when there are thousands upon thousands or even millions of people around the world that all do a mass meditation at the same time, that is a form of co-creation. You raise the frequency, you raise the vibrational frequency of the planet when you have so many people meditating about world peace or 
love or unity or coming together in the same exact way that we co-create watching horrible things on TV. Things that aren't even real, but we make them real because we are creating them together by believing them. Once you have the firm belief or the deep belief or faith that something is real, that is the way that you co-create into reality. That's why it's called Tell Lie Vision Programming. 100%. And it seems like such an easy thing or there's many people that just don't even believe in these things, but it's because we're just so mentally programmed to believe that this is just a normal part of our life, that we should work, go to school, get a job, come home, watch TV, have a few beers or whatever it is, go to sleep, repeat your whole life, and then you get to retire, and then maybe you get to travel. I don't believe that that's what life was meant to be, and we have to get rid of this matrix system programming in order to be able to come back to who we were intended to be. I have Project 369, as I always read from. The TV is patented as mind control device. It's designed to keep people in this state of fear. Let's read that again. Thank you. The TV is a patented mind control device. Patented. It's patented as a mind control device. It is designed to keep people in a state of fear. Once we have the awareness of why things are so important in this three-dimensional reality is the only way that we can change it. So if we continue to live the construct of life in work, come home, watch hours of TV, why do you think, that's a good point, because why do you think reality TV became so popular? It was programming the minds of masses that chaos is normal. It was programming the minds of the masses that chaos and acting like animals is normal. Because that's all reality TV ever was was to show and bring out the ugly nastiness in people and normalize that behavior so that then be, that becomes our reality. Everything that is done is done for a reason. Everything in this three-dimensional reality that we are shown or given is for very specific reasons. And until we figure that out, we're going to be running on the hamster wheel fighting with each other instead of going with them. Because if every single person was balanced on the inside, you wouldn't have anything to fight about with anyone else. Because you would know and understand that what I give my attention to is where my frequency is gonna be. And where my frequency is gonna be is that then gonna dictate my mindset. And then my mindset is gonna dictate my reality because my reality and my thoughts create my reality. So if we all knew and understood that, that when you come from a balanced inner place, you don't respond to things from your ego. You don't respond to things and say, you shouldn't think like that, and you shouldn't do this, and you shouldn't do that. Yes, you should always point out evil. I am not saying not to fight for things that are right. But when you live in a low vibrational frequency every single day, and you are so easily triggered by the things that you see every single day that you're nasty to people and you're calling people names and you're being more divisive when you claim that you want to fight for freedom and unity 
that's when you need to look inside of yourself and say, well, if I truly wanted this, why am I behaving in this way? Because it's all programming. It's all programming that we need to break down. How do we do that? Not by fighting the system, not by fighting other people, by fighting yourself and asking yourself, why do these things bother me so much? And yes, again, I'm not saying that evil should not be addressed or dealt with or have awareness of things. But when you dwell in that awareness, that is when you're co-creating it. When you can look at something that is evil and bad and say, I know that this exists. What can I do to change myself so that I don't contribute to more suffering? Not because we're not fighting that. Not because people shouldn't be punished for things that are truly evil. Because there is evil in this world. But when we dwell constantly in this low energy and this fear-based energy and this ego energy and this lust energy, we only create more of it. There are so many people, and I'll talk about lust for a second. We've been so over-sexualized as human beings that people constantly need more and more and more and more lust and more lust. And they never had that fulfillment on the inside. When you're constantly wanting to go from partner to partner to partner, and you can never be fulfilled, you always need more. You need to ask yourself why. And again, when you go within... And you start to reprogram and rebalance yourself. You will find the need for excess to be less and less and less. And when you find yourself not needing so much more from the outside reality, it's because you're full on the inside. How many empty people are walking around this world and they want to blame everyone else for their problems? Or they want to go outside to feel temporary fulfillment because they don't have it on the inside that is how and why we're co-creating such a horrific reality because people don't want to face themselves and COVID caused a lot of people to face themselves which I believe is one of the reasons why the great awakening has happened is because people were forced in their homes either by themselves or with people that they don't really and truly resonate with to say Damn, I need to fix myself. There are some things that I need to work on. Let me just read some comments. Allowing anger and fear to control our actions make us predictable. Predictive programming. They show you the emotions that they want you to have by showing you fear-based realities that aren't even real so that then it makes us predictable. These powers that be have us right where they want us, which is at war with each other. How can we create a race war today? Oh, let's drop this in the headlines. Black versus white. Asians versus whomever else. Every week, it's something different. Creating the enemy 
for us to fight with one another about when there really is no enemy. What would happen if there were no more headlines about racism, about the color of your skin? What would happen? Because I know that there are people that experience racism, which is not what I'm saying. But I'm saying in the reality that I've lived in for all the years that I've been alive, I've experienced love from people. I've experienced a lot of assholes in my life, and I've probably been an asshole to people at some times in my life. But if you look around, how many people really experience true hatred? There are many places that it does exist because that is the predictive programming that is put into the matrix system. It's literally like, okay, what, what idea to further divide humanity can we throw in the mix today? And they literally drop it in. They drop it in right at the top of the firmament. They're going to drop it in and we're just, they're just going to sprinkle all over. And then you see people just fighting and battling with each other. They don't want unity. They don't want us to live in a high vibrational state because there would be no way to control us if we're not afraid and if we're empowered beings. You can't control people that know what's up. So it's so important. That's why I talk about going within yourself and changing your mindset that you have because disempowered people are easy to control and manipulate. But people that are empowered and know exactly what is going on, when I say know exactly what is going on, there's a difference between people that are considered truthers and people that are know what's going on politically and know what's going on um, health-wise with all the things in the healthcare system. And then there are people that can see things for exactly what they are and not have to take sides because they have a balance on the inside. So you can literally view things and say, okay, I see this is in the reality. I see this is in the reality, but how am I going to react to it? Or what am I going to do to help facilitate the change in it? What's up, Pedro? It is right at the top of the firm and they're just dropping shit in. The media glorifies the 1% of chaos while hiding the 90% of good in the world. What the media says is not what we experience as a collective. It isn't. It's not what we ultimately experience as the collective, but it is magnified in such a way that makes people, or it shifts the consciousness to believe that we live in a horrible world and a horrible reality. So that's where the mindset piece has to come into play is that once we do, we reprogram our subconscious mind to not have these negative thought patterns and processes is when we can look at the world from that space and say, I know that this isn't the reality that we live in. So what am I going to do? I'm not going to walk out into the world and be hateful to people to say, oh, this person is this color, so I don't like them. I've never even heard of anybody ever really saying that. Yes, I'm not saying... I'm saying that racism exists, but I'm not saying that it does to the magnitude that is portrayed. And that is all by design. So once we realize everything is by design, we can shift out of that and into what reality we want to experience by changing the programmings that we've had since our childhood. 
It's all a war on our perception of what is true. Thus far into existence, light has overcome darkness. So that is... They use the laws of the universe against us. 100%. So I want to get back to the other comment, but, but before I forget, when Johnny and I were having a conversation about free will last week at some point, probably in the beginning of the week, we were talking about this before because I'm like, well, how do we have free will if there are things being sprayed on us all the time, if there are frequencies that are being emitted onto us that we don't agree to? And then we had a conversation last week before or after that, and we were talking about they have to show us everything they do in order for us to consent to it. So our consent is us doing nothing. Our consent is being fearful. Our consent to them doing whatever it is that they want is by thinking that we have no power to change it. And I think that's where the biggest issue lies is that they show us what they're going to do, but because... And this is like a whole just circle. People are, besides being disempowered, people don't even know that these things are going on. Because they make these claims so outlandish that people then call you a conspiracy theorist so that you don't believe that this is the truth of what's going to happen. Or how many movies there's predictive programming and apocalyptic things that happen and all of a sudden they happen in our reality and people are like, oh my God, did you remember that movie? That same thing happened. Our minds have been hijacked to a point that people don't even believe the reality that they're in anymore. All of most of, probably all of us that have been on this live stream have been talking about the truth and the reality of what's been happening. But because people's minds have been hijacked for so long and have been manipulated to such a point that they don't even understand that the reality that they're living in is what they've been told was going to happen. Like, oh my God, that could never happen. That's not true. How could that happen? Oh my God, that's so ridiculous. That's not true. Oh, here she goes again with her conspiracy theories. We've been so hijacked mentally that when the reality is actually happening, people still don't believe it. I posted the other day. On Facebook. How long is it going to take for those that don't know what's going on to know what's going on? How long? Because everything that we have been talking about for three years has come to fruition. Has become a reality. But there are still billions of people that see what's happening but are so hijacked mentally that they cannot put two and two together. So we're not dealing with a full deck of cards here. But it's our responsibility for the people that do have the awareness to change things. We can shift our reality. One person can shift an entire reality for however many people whose lives they touch. 
So if you go and you start doing the inner work and you start making the shift to consciously live on a higher vibrational frequency, other people in your life, one of two things are going to happen. The people are going to leave your life because they no longer understand who you are. Or they're going to say, wow, I want to live like that. How are you so happy all the time? Like, you seem really different. Like, what are you doing different? One of two things is going to happen. So for all of us that do know exactly what's going on, we have a choice to continue to point fingers at the, the, the proposed enemy, who isn't. Enemy meaning Democrat, Republican, divisiveness, religion, color, all of the things that they tell us that we should be divided by. We have the choice to continue to live life like that. Or we have the choice to raise our frequency and help the people around us. Say, let's go. We're getting the fuck out of here. We are not going to be living in hell any longer as long as I am around. We have the choice to live in heaven or hell. That's just the reality. And you can choose where you want to live. You can choose to help people get out of this reality and matrix system. The matrix is exhausting. It is. It's completely exhausting. But we have a choice. Are we going to allow the matrix system to defeat us and have us living in a low vibrational space and keep that reality alive for our children, our grandchildren, and for future generations? Are we going to help make the shift happen? Let's just see if I missed any comments. Reality is created by the mind. These so-called hijacked minds are keeping this going. When we finally understand... The psychological warfare and how powerful it is. They don't have to shoot one bullet in order to defeat humanity. They just have to keep you afraid. If you scare people enough, they will comply to do whatever it is that you want. And once you have people in that fear state, well, shit, we definitely have to keep them there. So you continue to scare people with showing murders and crime and war. What would happen if we educated people about consciousness and mentality and mindset? What if we taught how to empower people instead of teaching us history and wars and all those other things and how many lies that we've been taught. It can all start with us. Why do you think it's so imperative that the school system exists? Because they get to program your children from when they are most impressionable. To teach them how to be the good little worker ants that they want humanity to be. Why do you think it's so important? But why do you also think it's so important that if you do send your child to school, that when they get home, you teach them what they really need to know? But most people don't have time for that. 
they've created a reality where parents have to work. Parents have to work one or two jobs. They're never home with their kids. School is raising your children. The TV is raising your children and their cell phones or iPads are raising your children. So all the things that your kids have access to is uploading programming into their consciousness, which is going to make them become the children or the adults and functioning humans that they are. Some people are so brainwashed they don't want to hear it. And so with that being said, with how brainwashed people are because they are, it's all that programming. Hold on. When I said, when you raise your vibrational frequency, people are either going to stay in your life or they're going to fall out of your life. And that's not something that we should be upset over if we start to lose people when we begin to change internally, when we begin to make that internal shift. Those people are not meant to go with you wherever it is that you're headed. And if you're doing it and creating a better world for yourself and a better world for people around you, and there are people that are just like, oh, this person thinks that they're, they're too good now, or whatever it is, there's going to be so many people that don't understand your shift. Because if you've lived in a low vibrational frequency for so many years of your life, most people live there and they die there. And they believe that the world sucks and nothing good ever happens to me. And I'm going to live a mediocre life because that's just the hand that I was dealt. Those aren't your people. We're not meant to stay in a low vibrational frequency. Once you recognize and have awareness that you're living there, only you can change that. This is so important. They designed the reality to keep us tired and weak. We are too busy to teach the next generation. And that's the truth. They just keep us so busy with so many things that we are not able to co-create the reality that we want for the future generations. And that's why they are attacking the children so much. That's why they're going after the children so much with pedophilia and all these other evil things. Because these children are most susceptible from very young ages. They're most impressionable at very young ages to normalize this type of behavior. So this then becomes the norm. And it's not abnormal for children or you're programming these kids to not know what is right and wrong. And so they just accept it. They attack children because those kids are the future generations that will co-create reality. So if you normalize being sexual with children, these kids are being programmed to believe that that's normal. So that future generations, eventually it'll just become normal. So that is why they want to go after children so much with all of their ideas that you can choose your own gender and that you can have gender reassignment surgery from when you're four years old or whatever crazy shit that they come up with because they're programming the future generations of people to change what it means to be human. Change what our science and makeup is so that the lines are so blurred. If you go into most stores nowadays, most of these clo- most clothing looks like it could be for a man or a woman. You go into a store and you're looking at, at women's clothing. 
It's a lot of baggy shirts, baggy pants, all things that are not no longer deciphered as feminine. And then you see other people or, or, or men walking around in high heels and full faces of makeup. They want to blur the line so much so you cannot differentiate your role on this planet so that there no longer are men that are protective, so that they put things in our food and our water supply that feminize men or that mess with the hormones so that you're very confused. I've been an advertising producer for the past 15 years and I was fired for not getting the thing. It's been a challenging year for all of us and I want to thank you. Well, thank you for being here and listening. Like I, I just think that it's good that we all are able to do this together and um, really make sense of it because so many people are just extremely lost. They don't know. They know that something's not right, but they're not ready to jump over to the other side of things because it's scary. It's scary for people to look reality in the face. I, I obviously have red-pilled many people in my day. But it's the people that are closest to me that, and not my family, because they all are aware of these type of things, but that you look in the face of a lot of people that just don't really want to know. And there's some people that you're just not going to be able to help, and we have to move forward from that. We have to just be able to continue on our mission of life to help as many people as we possibly can. And those that don't want to be helped, you cannot force people. You can lead a horse to water, but you can't force them to drink it. I'm in Hong Kong, so crazy here. Seven million people here walking around masked zombies. And that's the other thing. Um, someone commented on my Facebook post, the same thing I posted on uh, Facebook. Like, now is not the time to give up. And my posts are never about giving up, ever. I will never surrender. It's not about that. You know, there's so many people in China that are being take, taken to, you know, camps and all these other things. When you look at countries like that, that is the programming. That is beyond hijacking of the mind. Um, there are billions of those people. Those are people that are so programmed to believe that they don't have any power. There are billions of people there. How many people are in your government? couple hundred, maybe, maybe a couple thousand amongst billions of people. So when I talk about going within your mind to find your own power so that you realize that no one truly has power over you, if every single one of those people that were in that country knew the power that they possess, they would never be able to be shipped off into concentration camps. They would never be able to have the atrocities happening that are happening. These people have been locked in their apartments and their homes for, I don't know if it's years, months. So afraid and so disempowered. But if we all understood the power that we possess to co-create the reality that we want, none of these realities would exist. But fear is as real as you allow it to be. And when you grow up in a country like that from birth, that you're punished for moving one way inch to the left or the right. When you had that programming 
in the mind, you're already so far gone and disempowered that you feel like it's impossible. But what happens when all people come together? What happens when you start, all it takes is one person to say, yo, let's get out of here. And then one building that has, I mean, these buildings, you guys have seen them. There's probably 20,000 people in a building. You can get one person to say, we're out. Let's go. We can do this. Those people all in the streets. The other building's like, hey, what's going on there? They're like, I'm out. If those people are leaving, I'm going too. Then you have 20, 30,000 more people out of the building. Then people are like, hey, what's going on? I see what's going on in the streets. Why are all these people out there? Then before you know it, you have millions upon millions upon millions of people rebelling against the system. A system cannot exist unless you agree to it. So if you have all these people that finally find their power to break free from this mind control, it's game over. But that's how powerful we are as human beings. That is how powerful we are as human beings. I'll, I will, I'll post it. I usually post them on Mondays. You encourage people to get out of us and them mindset, but if we don't look at the pedophiles that are coming after our kids as them, we don't stop them. <clears throat> Again, I'll explain this. When you're coming from a sound mind, you can observe things, and it does not mean to not fight for these things or fight for your children. Here is the main thing. A lot of this stuff happens in schools, right? So if we continue to take our children out of the school and break down, we have to break down the system in order to not feel that we are held under it. So say people just stop sending their kids to school and they, they started homeschooling programs where your children are not being programmed for future generations. That is making change. So it's not about not fighting for things that are wrong. Because as I said earlier, I don't believe in not fighting against evil. Us and them. So pedophilia is one thing. Us and them is keeping us divided against fighting against that. So if it is us and them, meaning us and them being the people, left versus right, black versus white, red versus blue, all of these things that keep us separated, the reason that I'm talking about unity consciousness is so that when people are fully conscious of what is happening, you can go after it. But as long as it's us versus them, as long as we're fighting each other, we're not going to be able to stand together to look at it from a sound state of mind to say, this is not right because there are people that are normalizing it. But these are also people that are under the mind control programming to make people believe that these urges are normal. I don't know if that's making sense. But I just see it from a different point of view, not the pedophilia part, but the us versus them part. Because it's not about not fighting for what is right. It's about not fighting each other so that we can't get to the root of fighting for what is right. Does that make sense? 
if we're so busy fighting the opposite political party, no one has time to fight for pedophilia. That's what someone just said. So I think when we get to a certain mental place, we can just see things very differently. And it doesn't mean not fighting. It doesn't mean allowing it to happen and pretending that it doesn't happen. That's not even what manifestation is or changing your mindset to just be like, I'm just going to be positive all the time. That's not realistic. That is not realistic at all. And that's not what you have to be in order to manifest a different reality is pretend that you're happy all the time or ignore the bad things that are happening. Evil always needs to be addressed from my perception. There might be people that feel differently about that. But I certainly don't believe that you should stop fighting for the things that you love, but it's not fighting each other. It's seeing it from a completely different angle. Because if we all start to change our frequency, if we all start to vibrate in a higher space, a lot of these things cannot exist. If we're looking at the foods that we're eating, if we're making sure that we're not taking chemicals you know, from food and we're drinking really good water, there are so many different ways around not having to fight the system, but creating your own system that works for you. So people misconstrue a lot of things because we have different perceptions of what the reality should look like, what the reality is. And I don't have all of the answers. I don't want to have all the answers. I always want to be on a journey to discover them, though. And just because I find things doesn't mean that I'm right and someone else is wrong or someone else is wrong and I'm right or vice versa. Levitate transcend, transcendental meditation. Listen, I'd love to meditate. That could be fun. Um, so I know that it this live wasn't necessarily digital ID. What do you want me to say about digital ID? I don't trust it. That's all that I could say is that I, I don't trust it. And that's really all that I can say. You know, I, and people that are, um, I, I'm confused also about the whole thing that's going on with Twitter and, you know, all these things are coming out about election and all this other stuff. And I don't like to put my mind in those places because I don't trust him either. There's a reason why all this is able to come out right now. And I, I'm trying to put the pieces together transhumanism there you go they want people to get to trust him they want people to have his trust because the 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 one thing that i believe is that they're bringing him in on a white horse revealing all these things that are happening knowing fine well and good that probably nothing's going to come of it i'm very curious to see if something comes of it if they do prove all of this fraud and all these things well, what's going to happen? Because in this reality so far, they have proven how many crimes against humanity have happened and nothing has happened to these people. So if they're able to have him reveal these certain truths so that people will trust this person, while in the back door he's talking about implanting chips in your head, 
This is the whole thing of the transhumanist agenda. If our creator wanted us to have computer chips in our head, we'd have them. So people go one way or the other. Well, it's supposedly going to help people that are this. They always usher things in as helping people in a way. And then they keep going further and further and further. Because that's how mind control works. They condition people to believe that it's for the greater good. They want to continue to condition people to make things people believe it's for the greater good. It's going to help people that are paralyzed. And it's going to help people. So they usher things in very, very slowly. So that people are slowly conditioned. Just like our cell phones. We never had cell phones before a certain time. But now we have tracking devices that we cannot let out of our hands all day long. Slowly conditioning people. Okay, guys, I think we're going to wrap it up for the morning. Just like the lockdowns. Exactly. So at first, people were like, what? I'm not doing this. Blah, blah, blah. And then people slowly started to get used to it. They slowly got used to not having to go to work. They slowly got used to being in their pajamas all day. They slowly got used to being on Zoom calls and not having human contact with people. Most people don't even go to work anymore. Most people stay home every single day. There you go, Dale. We have a computer in our head already. People need to start using it. Our consciousness is our computer. We don't need some robotic or scientific anything to be put in anywhere in our body in order for us to function properly. Okay, guys, I don't even know what time it is. Oh, shit, I've been on here for an hour. Um, I hope everybody's having a great morning or whatever time of day it is, wherever you are. And thank you for listening. I'm only supposed to go on here for like a half hour. It's already an hour. Um, the body is made to heal. It has all it needs. Amen on that one. Thank you guys for joining. Um, I'm sure I'll be back at some point this week, Wednesday night. 9 p.m. for talking about our uh, stem cell regeneration patches. And I love you all dearly. Have an amazing, amazing day. And we will chat soon.